Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, and after riding a workplace roller coaster, I was able to find my strength and motivation starting Ella Mazur Creative, a social media agency that coaches and manages businesses all over the world to take their Instagram to the next level. talk to you about the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Gosh, I feel like we haven't had a chat in so long and it's because I've had a lot happening. I've been away. I've been away for holiday, but also for work. There's been so many things happening on Instagram, which we'll get into today. I feel like that's the perfect way to come back and have a chat to you. And I've also opened up a few more spaces for one-on-one coaching, which I'm super, super excited about. But firstly, I I went to Bali, which was amazing. It felt so surreal being there. I went with Bart, we went for a whole week and we stayed in Canggu and then we stayed in Uluwatu for a few days. And I had quite a few questions coming through about, is it safe there? Where did we stay? What do we have to do in order to get over there? So I thought I would answer some of those first. We stayed in a beautiful villa in Changu called Villa Fig, and it was absolutely stunning. I just found it on Airbnb. And the second place we stayed in was Lakaban. Um, It was like these little bungalows up in Uluwatu. There's maybe five of them and there's a pool and it's overlooking the ocean and it was beautiful. The food was incredible. I couldn't recommend both of them enough. I will say though, with the first place we stayed at, they, um, it was, it's quite hard to get to. So unless you are comfortable getting a scooter or getting a Gojek to come and pick you up and scooter you around. It's probably not walking distance to a fair few things. And same with the second location that we stayed at. I definitely recommend that you need to get a scooter or some some kind of transportation to um, get around everywhere. The second question was, is it safe? And yes, it was. It was so safe. We didn't feel like there was anything or too much going on in saying that though everywhere you travel there's obviously going to be places where it's not safe so I would recommend just staying out of those places like don't walk around at night in Cuda by yourself with a handbag kind of thing you know be smart where where we were in Changu there's so many expats living there Um, It was actually quite busy where we were, and I think that's because a lot of the expats that maybe had to leave are all coming back, and that was really, really bustling, whereas we went into Seminyak and it it was pretty quiet there. A lot of the shops are still closed, whereas Changu, a lot of the restaurants and cafes and everything are all open, and there's lots more um, life there. Same with Uluwatu, that was quite busy there, and... Yeah, I, I we didn't go into Kuda, so I wasn't too sure what was happening there. But if that's something that you're into, I'm pretty sure that would be busy because that's like the number one tourist destination. In order to get into Bali, this wasn't too complicated. We didn't have to apply for anything. We didn't even have to get a PCR test to leave, which was amazing. I really didn't want to get that. But um, I think they changed the rules 
just a few days before we left so we didn't have to get it. You do need to have a proof of vaccination. You need to have you need to have a full vaccine, so that means two doses, and you need to have an international vaccine passport, which they will ask you for. They'll ask you either for the printed version or you can have it on your phone, and they will also ask you for travel insurance. So you need to have COVID travel insurance in order to enter, and then you pay for your visa on entry. To get back into Australia, we didn't have to, again, didn't have to get a PCR test. We did have to show the uh, international vaccine passport. And then we also had to fill out a DPA, which you can do online. And you had to do that less than seven days before coming back into the country. In saying that, though, when we got into Australia, no one really asked for any of those things. And we got in smooth sailing. There were no lines there. Yeah, it was pretty quiet in the airport. Um, They didn't ask for anything. (laughs) So I feel like the whole trip was pretty easy. If you're looking to go to Bali, then I wouldn't stress too much about it. I would just go, go have some fun, enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the weather. I know that when we were leaving um, the last villa, the guy was saying to us that it's about to get really, really busy because there are school holidays coming up um, and... Yeah, I think lots of Australians are about to head over. It wasn't too busy when we went over, but like I said, I think it's about to get busy. Then I came home for 24 hours and then headed over to Sydney. I have one of my clients that I've been working with for about a year and a half. He's over in Sydney and we did a reels day. So we essentially batch created just over a month's worth of reels. And his strategy at the moment is he's posting two a day, five days a week. So we wanted to go, I wanted to go and batch create as many as possible because they are quite time consuming. So this was really, really effective. And we actually ended up creating about 50 reels. So we have a lot to work with, which is great. But to go into that a little bit more, so much goes into actually planning and then editing. So it's not just the reels on the day, but it's also all the time that goes into planning and making sure everything is aligned with his strategy. And then all the time that's taken to edit the reels. And if you are a business owner or if you're a social media manager, then you will a hundred percent know how long these can take. And why we were able to get so much content. I believe that Luke is fantastic in front of the camera and he has a lot of confidence being able to speak to camera as well. So you would have seen that Instagram has said that they are focusing more on original content rather than trying to push out just trends. And this is what we focused on. We focused a lot on original content and it was very helpful that Luke can talk to the camera because that way we can, it's actually much easier to batch create that sort of content. If you're batch creating trends, then chances are by the time you go to post them, they are no longer trending. So it's actually more beneficial for you as a business to batch create original audio or original types of content. And then you can post that whenever. It doesn't have to be time sensitive. It doesn't have to be because there's a trend happening and you can post them both over, you can post them over Reels and TikTok. So it was a really great trip. We got a lot of work done. 
it was very exhausting. I had so many people replying to my story being like, am I dead? Because I've, I've just been doing so much. How do I feel? And after that, I went home. I got, well, I went back to my hotel room. I got some dinner and I slept for a very long time. I was exhausted. It really takes it out of you. Um, the whole trip in general was quite exhausting. I actually really struggle to work when I'm away. I find it hard to concentrate and get motivated and get into flow. Whereas when I'm at home, it's much easier because you have everything set up. You, it's, it's just so much easier to actually get work done. And I had every intention when I was in Sydney to go find a cafe and sit down and do some work, but it was also freezing and that just wasn't going to happen. So I went for a walk in the morning, got my coffee, got some breakfast and just went and spent most of the day back in my hotel room doing some work there because it was way too cold to go and work from a cafe. Overall, I found the whole trip quite tiring. Uh, when I was away as well, my granddad passed away. So that wasn't, that wasn't nice. I was, I had to rearrange a lot of my day. Um, yeah, even though my granddad was quite old and unwell and we were expecting it, it's still, it's still really sad and you still process the emotions. And it's also sad because I haven't been able to see him for so long, like so many people aren't able to go over or they haven't been able to go overseas. So I haven't seen him in a very, very long time. So that got to me a little bit, but it's it's nice to know that he is in a better place. He's no, no longer suffering because he was really, really unwell for a long time. So I'm glad that he is finally at peace. <sighs> okay. So that is that is my little update, my life update, everything that's been going on. We have so many updates on Instagram that it is crazy. And I want to first, I want to go over what they are and then what benefits they actually have for your business instead of just saying, you know, pin your posts. I sort of want to tell you why and which posts to pin. It also explains why we've had so many glitches happening on Instagram. I feel like every single day something wasn't working. Reels weren't saving. It was either closing. There was just so many things. And we know that when Instagram is glitching, there are updates happening and they are doing things to the platform. But the number of glitches that were happening in the last few weeks were just out of this world. So it's nice to know that finally, if everybody goes and updates their app, the glitches should settle down. Although I feel like there are also so many new updates still to come. So if you are experiencing a lot of glitches on Insta, just know that it's, it's not you. It's everyone experiencing that. And it's because they are working on the app and they're developing and they are continuously bringing us new features and new, new things to work with, which can be really frustrating. But also I want you to come into the mindset of when we get, when we, when we have change, we have a lot of opportunity and we have so many new opportunities now to re-engage with our audience, to get more business from the reels that we are creating just from the changes that we have had. So let's go through them. 
The first one you would have seen is templates. So you'll see when you're scrolling through reels that some of them say templates down the bottom or template, and you can click that template and whatever that song is, you'll be able to actually add your own media to that template. And this is such a handy new update because if you've ever seen those reels and everything is edited perfectly to the beat and there's lots of different clips and you're like, how the hell am I going to edit something like that? This is what templates is going to do. So next time you come across a reel and it's been edited perfectly and you really want to have something like this and you love the song, it aligns with you, then I want you to save that so that you have them saved in your albums so that you can come back to it and use that template. Now, you'll only be able to do that if it actually says template. So if there's a song and you have maybe seen um, a few people edit specifically to this song, then you can click on that audio and scroll through that song and see if there is a template that you can use. That's what I've done for a few of the reels that I've created, especially if they're quite fast and they are edited to the beat. You can go through, find it, save it, and then come back to it later. The issue I have found with this is when you save it and then you want to come back to it and keep editing, that's when glitches have been happening. So I would recommend trying to edit it all in one go and saving it as you go because that I have found templates to be quite glitchy but again it's probably because it's such a new feature so they're still working on it but I am very much on board with this. The next one you'll see is 90 second reels. So this is going on because TikTok have also introduced 90 second TikToks and they want to stay competitive They also want to compete with YouTube and longer form video. We don't have IGTV anymore, but we do have videos. So 90 second reels are going to sort of replace that. However, I have found that reels are going to be more, most effective if they are shorter. So longer form content is going to be something that is more of a tutorial, but still, how are you going to keep it interesting? How are you going to keep your audience engaged? And that's when you can use things like the engagement stickers on Reels. Um, But this is also maybe a type of content where you will actually create some shorter videos to then promote it. So you might have your longer piece of content and then you might actually create shorter ones which are still high value, and then say, if you want more, go watch my other video on this, which is longer, and that way people will actually stick around. It's going to be a great sales tool as well because those people that are going to watch the longer video are going to be more inclined to actually message you and work with you and buy your product or service. So they are going to be a really, really great tool for you to use. I would play around with it, play around with the structure, really, really good structure is very similar to a YouTube video. So having an intro, giving them some sort of sweetener to stay and watch to the end. So why would you watch a 90 second real video? And I want you to start to actually notice what makes you watch something to the end, because that's what's going to do it for your audience as well. So have a look, look at some other people, do some research, look at how they've structured their videos and what has made you stick around and watch that video to the end. And you can start to implement something like that. 
you can look at YouTube videos as well. Have a look at some of the best YouTubers and see what they have done in order to get your attention and to hold your attention for the whole time. Let me know if you want some examples of that because I've done quite a lot of YouTube videos and I watch quite a lot of YouTube videos, so I can definitely give you some more assistance with that. The next one is pinning posts, and I am so glad that we have this finally. We also have this on TikTok, but it's essentially how you're going to get some more views on some of your reels. So you're going to increase the views on a few that maybe didn't do so well. Also, you might want to pin the ones that have done the best so they keep doing better. So there's a few different strategies you can do with this. And the ones that I would recommend pinning, so I'd recommend pinning three, and you can actually pin not just reels, but you can pin posts as well. So you can pin anything as long as it is on your uh, main grid. If you have a reel and it's not on your grid, it's just in reels, you can't pin it. So it has to be on your actual feed. The three that I would probably recommend pinning one would be maybe a testimonial, two would be something high value, and three would be something to do with your product or service. So how can someone work with you or buy from you just so that you have a really nice range? So it would be something value, connection, and promotion, one of each that would be ideal. The next one as well where we've got lots of real ones the next one is engagement stickers on reels if you're not sure what an engagement sticker is this is what i call your poll stickers question boxes quiz stickers your emoji sliders now you can actually add them into your reels which is great if you want to add engagement and you want to get people to start engaging I'm going to do a tutorial on this, so have a look at my Instagram over the next few days because I'll be posting that. But it's a really great way to ask questions, to start that two-way conversation, to actually get your audience more engaged with what it is that you are posting about, but also getting their feedback. So when I say starting a two-way conversation, you're not just creating content at them, but rather you're getting them their input. So that is a really good one and something that you can start to play with a little bit. Um, just test it out. With every single one of these, I want you to go into the mindset of just testing it out and see what kind of results you get before you really go gun blazing on an actual strategy and implement, implementing it. See what kind of results you get. See what happens when you try all of these new features and then create more of a long-term strategy using them. The next Reels update is importing your own audio or extracting your own audio. And again, this is something that you can do on TikTok, but I've actually seen this on Reels for a little while. So I haven't personally tried it yet. It's something that I do with um, when I use InShot. They do it really, really well. So that's something else that I'm going to create a tutorial on and I'll be posting it on my page. So if you go have a look over the next few days or if you're watching this down the track, go have a look and see if the tutorial is there for you. The, um, the last one that I have to talk to you about is subscriptions, which is a really good way to start monetizing your Instagram account. 
And Instagram is pretty behind on the monetization of the platform. So it's really, really good that we, we are starting to get these sort of updates. Subscriptions is essentially like a membership to your Instagram page. And it's where you can start to create exclusive content for anybody that decides to subscribe. I haven't seen this roll out for everyone yet. I've seen it roll out for a select few Instagram accounts. So keep an eye on that. But it's a really great way to actually start getting, say, if you do have a membership, then why not actually um, start to implement or strategize Instagram in there as well? It's a really, really cool. We've got some really cool updates. Again, remember that the change, the changes that have come, they are amazing opportunities for us. And the last thing I wanted to talk to you today about is um, I have actually opened up my calendar for one-on-one coaching. We were fully booked for the last six months. So now I am very, very excited to create some more space for anybody that is needing assistance with their business or with Instagram. So I work with a lot of business owners either starting out and starting from scratch, especially social media managers or virtual assistants or anyone in marketing. And you don't have to know Instagram at all. So we do a lot about your strategy, your systems and processes, about setting everything up so that it is exactly the way you have envisioned your business but also if you're feeling a little bit stagnant in business and you want some fresh energy in there then one-on-one coaching is such a great way to do that and it's exactly why I also have a coach because I know exactly how it feels to be sitting in business and knowing that you can do more but yet you lack that motivation or accountability accountability or the strategy. So that's exactly where I come in so that you can get the results that you want and deserve. And I would love to absolutely help you with that. So if that's something that sounds like you would like to do, then either slide into my DMs or send me an email and I will shoot you through an application form and we can chat that way. If you have any questions about anything that I have spoken about today, please feel free to email or DM me. My DMs are always, always open for a chat. I know we have gone over quite a lot in a short amount of time. So I'm so happy to keep the conversation going. If there's anything you want more on, make sure you go and have a look at the tutorials that are coming. And in my weekly newsletter, I actually also talk about lots of different Instagram updates, lots of strategies. So you can subscribe to that if you would like more. Otherwise, I'm so happy to be back recording weekly episodes and I will talk to you next week. See you.